40 points. I knew Paul George would go off today. He had to. He was due for a good game. So finally, Doc Rivers pulls the plug. Paul George will exit with 35 points. That's more points than he scored in games two, three, and four combined. All right, Charles, in case y'all missed it last night, the Clippers got back to normal, taking a 3-2 lead against the Mavericks, and Denver avoided getting eliminated by the Jazz. As usual, right after the games, I got together with some of my favorite Rutgers people. Today, it's Dan and Dula. We have a little 15-minute review. Let's get to it right now. Yo, Dula, what's up? Hey, man, what's up? How's everyone? The Clippers beat these guys by 40. I am surprised by the margin. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, Quartin, I know you said that you was expecting Paul George to go off, but, I mean, all of the games have been kind of close, I think, except game three. Yeah, I think game three, it was it was bad. Yeah, I mean, what can we even say about this? You know what I'm saying? It was just like the Lakers game last night. Clippers came out and scored 40 in the in the, in the the first quarter. By then, you already knew what it was. And plus, you had the added um, fact that Porzingis didn't play this game, so kind of took some steam out of it. Porzingis, if we played tonight, it would have been better. I got a lot of my friends that's calling him soft. And I'm hesitating on that just because, like, somebody with knee injury history like that, yeah. and somebody saying knee soreness, that sounds to me like you can feel an injury coming. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> while people, like, I like people that are saying, like, yo, nah, he should be able to play. I'm like, yo, nah. If you see him go down with another tear in a, in a, in a postseason where y'all are the seventh seed and realistically, y'all kind of got the type of future that, Y'all could actually have a championship in the in your sights down the road. I, I get I get why you would preserve him. And some people were talking about Luca's ankle. Um, it just sucks because Luca just had such a dynamic performance, and now we get this. So it kind of it's kind of a bummer. <laughs> game, what is it? Game six is Thursday. Yeah. I w- the way the thing's going right now, it doesn't look like Porzingis is going to play at all. I think so. Clippers are taking that one too. I think I think I think it ends on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, I think I think it was six games. I mean, at at this point, I feel like it's a good thing because I want to see a strong performance from both of the LA teams. I'm I'm at the point now where I've seen enough. Like the Mavericks gave us good games. Portland, even though I wanted a deeper series, obviously because we were talking about it at the beginning, they gave us that good game one where we had to actually see. Like we got we saw both of the teams get challenged. Yeah, at the yeah. very least, like we didn't see them do we didn't see them do what Toronto did, and I feel like that's 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 been good that's been good enough. And also, I feel like on both the Mavericks and the Blazers side, it's it's a those losses that they're taking they're kind of understandable as well. Like it's not that embarrassing because both of those teams have injury problems. Uh, the only thing about it is I feel like both both LA teams have played teams that have good offense but uh but terrible defense. You know, so um, yeah, they're both class like, cannons. I agree. Mm-hmm. Both teams are pretty much terrible defenders. I, I think so far they I think so far um they, they I mean they, they both been challenged some sort. You know. But um, next, 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 next round is going to be the real challenge. Well, I mean, let's talk about the next round because tomorrow's game and Dola, I'm going to get back to your game. Don't worry. Oh, God. <laughs> but to, to, <laughs> no, but to, to, tomorrow's game is, is back to Rockets OKC, which after a week is now back to where people were predicting it to be, which is the best series of the first round, I guess, or the most competitive series of the first round. Whoever wins gets the Lakers. What would be the more challenging matchup? Yeah. Uh, I think I think for the Lakers, the more challenging matchup would be um would be the Rockets. Um, because I don't I don't see OKC beating them at all. Because at the end of the day, there's no way OKC is going to be able to match up with two superstars. But um, Rockets by the time um they they face the Lakers, you know, Westbrook might be back, and um that's going to be superstars. Superstars is pretty much going to be those four superstars canceling out and. 
and um, Scrimmage is going to come to the role players. The Rockets actually have been playing good defense, so I feel like they they will match up pretty well with the Lakers than um than OKC. To be honest, I think I think the goal OKC will beat them in five. With the Jazz, it seemed like they were this close to being to sweeping the Nuggets. If you just look in retrospect, I know I know you can't yeah. always think about it like that, but if you just look at Game One how they should have won, and then the fact that they won three three straight, it looked like they were this close to sweeping. The Rockets, it looked like they were this close to being on their way of a sweep to the of the Thunder because game three, they probably should have won that game as well. It looked like they gave that uh, that away. I mean, I guess this is a, a question for Brandon, but, like, what what is going wrong with them, honestly? Yeah, that execute indoors the, towards the fourth quarter. They're, they just keep, they keep shooting instead of, like, actually taking it in. Like, the last game, they pretty much shut themselves out of the game. They were missing. They kept shooting. How uh, solid of a criticism of that is that for the Rockets, which, like, we know that they're going to shoot. Like, we like that's that's who they are. Like, can we – if that's the way that they maximize their talent, aren't we just going to expect them to live and die with that for better force? Yeah, that's just how um, they make it. They don't make it. I mean, they Darren Morey lives on the averages. He just – you know, to miss that 22, 23 shots against the Warriors – Two years ago, that was heartbreaking for them. Um, this is why you need Westbrook. Uh, you need a bucket getter. You need someone to go in and attack. All you know, James Harden can't do it by himself. So when Westbrook returns, you know that maybe that'll help. Um, this is a team that they should put put away, but I guess this is a team where I believe the Thunder are just they're just playing harder. Chris Paul is controlling everyone. They, they have they have players at every decent players at every position, so they're like a well balanced, um, constructed, bouncing constructed roster. So it's really really cool for them, but. Um, the, the the talent on OKC, the style has to definitely come out eventually, and you know, show, prove their worth. Uh, so two questions. I, I not, I'm not saying Lakers should be scared, but um, I was saying when the, um, piggyback back off that, um, the matchup, everyone wants to see it. The bigs for bigs and LeBron style basketball versus the Warrior, um, the Warrior style, Rocket style, Bang Bang three. So that's what everyone really wants to see. Gotcha. Two things. Two things I want to bring up is that, and this is something that Brandon was bringing up last night, which is the fact that Westbrook would probably get to the line more. The Thunder shot almost like three times as many free throws than the Rockets yesterday, which they only had ten, which was which was uh, yep. uh, crazy. The other thing is, like, regardless of the outcome of this series, Billy Donovan as a coach this year shouldn't he be a, shouldn't he be a coach of the year candidate? Yeah, he should have. He should have. Yeah. Right, which is just interesting to me because. The whole thing about the Durant-Westbrook-era Thunder was that they didn't have good enough coaching, and he was there at the tail end of the uh. relationship. But <laughs> look at him now. Like, this is a great-ass great coaching job. Like, that's one of the things that's just, that's just been that's just been sticking out to me is that, like, yo, this guy did, did a, did a good-ass job. Um, y'all lost today. It was, another clo- it was another close game. Again. Yeah, I mean, look what Murray had to do. Murray. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Jamal Murray with a 360 spinner. 17. That reverse layup going straight in. I, I, and there's some shots he was just taking, like, with his, like, it was all flick of the wrist shots because you can, you could tell, like, and he would, like, memorize it. It would be, like, two steps out. He had a um, backwards fadeaway elbow jumper. I'm just like, he just knew it was going to go in. And he was scoring at will. And that was scary. That is scary. Uh- uh, yo, him being at this level is just—I mean, it's, it's just fun to watch. Honestly, uh, I, I like I said, I thought y'all had the series. I still think that y'all have Game Six. Uh, Cortang Howell, 
much of a chance do you give them to come back, though? I think that the Nuggets are taking game six. Mm. I think the Nuggets are taking game six. If they take and then game six, we backsliding, bro. We backsliding. Yeah, I think Nuggets are taking game six, and then um, I think the Jazz in seven. It's just that the performances that the Nuggets have to illustrate in order to win is that Jokic had to have that first quarter, and then Murray need to have that third quarter. I don't know if this is sustainable. Uh, and they the, don't play enough defense too. That's one yeah. thing. Their defense didn't improve, and they're killing us on rebounds. Um, that's becoming a significant weakness for us. So I'm getting a little scared. I'm not feeling as confident, but a uh, core thing there for me is um, seeding my worries. Um, I would say that I would like to see the Jazz play the Clippers more than I would like to see the Nuggets against them. And we beat them a couple times this season. So. Core thing, what do you think about that? Um, yeah, I rather I I think I think they're gonna manhandle the um, Nuggets. I think I think the Jazz the Jazz is better better at playing um the Clippers than um the Nuggets. I think the Nuggets don't play the Nuggets don't play enough defense. Pretty much all they have to do is shut down Jamal Murray. That's it, you know, bro. The Clippers got better defense. The Clippers got better defenders than um on board defenders than the Jazz. So I feel like pretty much Jamal Murray cannot go out there trying to get fifty every night and doing all those things as like you said before. It's not sustainable. So it's like I feel like against the Clippers it's not gonna be like that because the Clippers you have Kawhi you put Kawhi on Jamal Murray. You just let him stay on it, and you're gonna force um Jokic to to put a bucket, and the the other offensive bucket is um Michael Porter Jr. and that dude does not play no defense. Like, call <laughs> him a limo rider. I will say I didn't notice that. I will say I didn't notice that at first. How bad his defense was. <laughs> Jokic and him so, are liabilities defensively. Yeah. And Murray's not no great defender himself. Um, the last thing, because this is this is the last minute that we have. Uh, I know this is like a little like a day early, but yo, I'm excited for that 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 second round matchup with the Celtics and, and and Toronto Raptors. I was saying this yesterday with Brandon and Brian. Like, I think all the second round matchups are going to be tough. I think I wouldn't be surprised if I seen all of them go past six and six. But this one specifically, you said that this one is going seven, Cordang, Toronto and Celtics. Yeah. Toronto Celtics, we, we, uh, Toronto, we, we, it's going seven because one, um, I mean, it depends on Kyle Lowry is. If Kyle Lowry does not play, we're easily taking game one. But I don't know how his condition is. I think he might be playing. But I think it's going seven. I think we would have won six if we had, we had Hayward. Without Hayward, I think it's going seven. Brad Stevens, is he still, like, viewed as a genius? Like, right. is he still viewed as, like, this, 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 this prodigy because, like, I'm not one of those people that said, oh, you got to win a ring before to keep that a certain type of reputation. But I feel like at some point people will start wondering if he's overrated. So here's Dula, the do you, Dula, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, like, no. I'm not. I'm not saying that. But knowing how NBA Twitter works, knowing how NBA media works, yeah. Yeah. I feel like people. There's gonna is there. He's like he's not too far away from one of these first take segments where they're like, "Well, when, what have you shown me lately?" or something like that. So here's the thing. So you know, Danny Ainge is the most shrewd general manager in the NBA, right? Um, guess who just got a contract extension? Brad Stevens. Why? Because the market is as low as it possi- can possibly be. Um, Nick Nurse is just taking all the thunder. Everyone's on him. Um, you just shout out Billy Donovan, and then you look at the Bucks out east, and everyone likes Woodenholzer. I think Brad Stevens is one of the best coaches in the league, but I feel like the media doesn't really agree with him because mm. we won- I remember the year that the Celtics just like one week. I think was was it with. The year with Kyrie, I think we had Lamar repping the East, and he didn't even get no first place goes for um votes for um 
for um for coach of the year. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like it, it came to a point where because of the Celtics culture, everybody suspected of him to already made the playoffs or mm-hmm. they expected him like because you would think about it, there's a lot of players that have left the system that have been bad. You know what I'm saying? Like every single player that left the um the Celtics system did not is didn't really have a good like look at Al Horford, you know what I'm saying? Like honestly, right. if he wasn't playing for the Celtics still, he would have he would have been effective, you know, because he was used the right way. But he went to the Sixers and he completely became a completely different player. You know? <laughs> because um, he went to the worst coach. Like, he went from good coaching to like <laughs> trash coaching. Uh, Horford might be, you know, you, you might we can reclaim him. He might still be good because how trash Brett Brown is as a coach. <laughs> yeah, he's he just he just like it's a lot of it's a lot of plays that play for the Celtics that like you know just left the Celtics just could like yo I, and the reason why I know he was a genius is like you look at him the way he was able to use effectively use um use IT and the way he has developed right. Tatum and, and, and Jalen Brown because Jalen Brown came into the league he was like his offense wasn't really that good you know nope. and Michael, nope. also Marcus Smart was known as the eye cool he was he was kind of like everybody was looking at him like a bust or some kind of you know a player but they've all really came along in the right way you know what I'm saying like as a, as a players and now he's leading those two those two youth like they both 20 what 22 and 23 and they they the best players on our team, you know, and and Kemba, but you know he he lays back a little bit for those two. Um, um, I think I think he's one of the best coaches in the league. Uh, so anyway, that that matchup is a good one, Nick Nurse and 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 Brad Stevens. Um, on the Lakers side, man, there's not much fuss. <laughs> like I said earlier, there's not much fuss to say except that I hope Bron keeps it up. That's it. That's all I have to say about about the Lakers. I hope yeah. Bron keeps it up. No Dame, bummer. Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's a wrap. Anyway, yo, I promise y'all guys, ten minutes, we done. I'm saying, thanks y'all. Thank you, everyone. Good night. Thanks again for listening to the Rec League, a basketball podcast produced by the Rec. If you like what you hear so far, remember to subscribe to the show and leave a review. See you next time.